Hi everyone, welcome back to Holistic Healing Space. This is episode nine and I'm your host Holly. In this episode, I have a really amazing chat with Callie Lee, who is an author, screenwriter, energy healer, soul ascension coach, and new earth activator. She's a true spiritual leader, and I really enjoy this chat. I recommend a listen to anyone who is on their spiritual awakening journey. We chat a lot about following our soul path, regardless of external influences, and we talk about the real deep importance of self-love and forgiveness. As we move through our shadow work, we process our trauma and we transmute low vibrational emotions and energies. We also touch on mental wellness from a more spiritual perspective and we talk about the really deep wound that many of us carry, which is unworthiness, and it really blocks us from reaching our full potential. We talk a lot about unraveling our programming, the importance of tapping into our intuition, how the ego can get in the way, and we talk about so much more, especially as we are moving into a new earth. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did creating it and let's get started. Welcome, Kelly. So lovely to have you on the podcast. Thank you. And thank you, gorgeous Holly, for having me. <laughs> Honoured to be here. I know quite a bit about you, actually not as much as I'd like to, but I know that you've had a really amazing journey in terms of your spiritual journey. Yeah, been a doozy. Um, <laughs> thinking about this when I knew I was coming on today and I thought I'm just going to be really authentic to myself and everything and so I'm just going to kind of lay out the things that, you know, it's too long to talk about about the whole lot but just what my higher guidance my higher spirit has guided me to share so um I guess for me my full-on full-blown awakening sort of part of my journey started about 12 years ago but prior to that um I almost feel like I I kind of uh, and I always mention this because I don't want to disrespect myself in that my journey has, I've been on this journey my whole life. Yeah. And from a three-year-old, so I guess that's when we really start to remember, although some people I've coached people that remember from their, from when they were six months old, <laughs> but I don't know how they do that. But anyway, but I remember a lot from when I was three, just that whole feeling of very different, uh, not fitting in, knew I was here for something different, didn't feel human even though I was in this human earthly suit and you know uh, which might sound a bit strange to some people because you know most children don't remember that sort of stuff but I have actually coached and spoken to a lot of people that do so I think we just don't hear it out there a lot you know people yes. are scared or or fearful to come out through judgment to say oh this is what they've felt their whole life totally. and yes yeah, so um I did feel that and I, I always sort of felt I was here different to others but I was in a family and living as I said as this human I always felt like I was living between two worlds and in my book I wrote a book called Flying Without Wings and I journal and talk about my journey because I think it's very important for people to understand that we have these experiences when we're younger and I did have a what we called back then an invisible friend a spirit walking with me so that so in in lots of ways I felt more connected to where I'd come from than where I was in this you know external reality of being a, a little girl here or a human here so that kind of played out all through my young years and then my teenage years and in my book I really write a lot about that and the like trying to fit into this world and I talk about just the impact of all different things and all that sort of stuff that help people and I carry that through all my life really and when I look back now I wouldn't have called myself awakened or I wouldn't have 
said anything like, oh, you know, I'm following my higher guidance, but I feel I've been doing that my whole life. Now, whether I took that advice, many times I didn't, and I didn't take that advice Mm -hmm. from my guidance and I went down a different path. But when I look back, I go, yeah, you know what? I had my higher spirit, my higher aspect of myself was showing me and guiding me all the way. And I, yeah, wasn't really listening. So um, I am here with a beautiful divine counterpart partner who walked with me because we have an age difference. And I put that in the book as well. So he was guiding me. I was so very, very grateful and lucky that I had someone from the other realm guiding me all the way through my young child years and then my teenage years. And then I kind of, I lost that feeling of him being there and being guided and chatting away because even as a kid I used to, we used to chat away and stuff like that which I talk about in my book which is quite unique then when I sort of hit my 20s and um, you know and I got married and went on and sort of had a different life I fell a lot more into this matrix world so I lost touch it's sort of funny I say I lost touch with my higher guidance but I still felt it there but I just didn't I felt like I had to conform all the time and fit in mm. follow what people say and do and one of the biggest things before I just continue on on then to my um, more awakened spiritual path is that I just want to mention is what we were talking about too before is that I I think when I look back definitely there were other things too but definitely the main reason that I I can see now that I did not remain on that soul journey path all the way through is because instead of realizing that I was already shining my light and I was here a bit different and I had that opportunity to keep doing that to help others as a leader I always felt that my external realities like with people and things I was kind of felt more put down that I was like a follower not a leader so therefore I listened to a lot of people and and you know when people would say oh you're weird oh you're nuts that's silly oh don't be stupid you know those sort of things because as we know the programming is so thick you know and it's so dense and it's it's all full-on programming you know from the time we're born obviously and from those generational patterns that have come through so for me I just went with it and I always felt okay well I have to conform I have to be like everyone else and then it was kind of like I was afraid to stand out as the light because it was just judged so judgment for me was a huge thing and um, even you know when I went on my more awakened full-blown path and did all my inner healing and all that sort of stuff oh my gosh the judgment of what others thought like it took years for me to shift because I didn't realize it was so embedded in me from younger Mm. You know, mm. and, and I wish it didn't take that long. And, and for others, like for people listening to this, if you've had that feeling, don't think, oh, God, shit, I hope it's not going to take years for me because it may mm. not. But for me, I just felt that I was always so worried and afraid of what people would think and what people yep. would say. Um, and um, this has been a huge part of my journey, sadly, kind of in that I could have probably been further not further along on my path quicker but like it for instance when I did finally meet my divine counterpart because he came into this world and it was like amazing but I allowed all these external these feelings and all these external narratives you know that had felt like had been just programmed by you know and a lot of that judgment that ruined it you know at that time that was just kind of yeah that ego mind going crazy you know all the time with all this so you know this happens to a lot of people 
people on this path, whether they're on a, um, you know, all ascension paths, it doesn't matter if they're here with a divine counterpart to do things with or if they're, you know, not, but it just happens I know when you, you know, to a lot of people, it's unraveling all that programming and stuff. Mm, And it wasn't really until, um, actually, it was sort of funny because people say that your soulmate or soul flame or or a divine counterpart you're here with will only come into your life when you're either well on your ascension path or whether you've awakened to everything or whatever. But I don't believe that I feel that is another part of a narrative manipulation um, I feel like it can come at any point in time really yeah. can't it depending on your unique yeah. journey that's what I'm yeah. kind of yeah. realizing well, I was a bit like well I went through a, a hard situation and I was diagnosed with PTSD at the time and um, I was coming out of that and I, I was starting to really go okay well the universe has been calling me up my whole life you know tapping me on the shoulder it's time I really step into this so I kind of did start to say that to myself and feel that and then he knocked on my door literally and that was like catapulted the rest and so I had you know over the next couple of years I unraveled and had this mass awakening because everything you know the mirror everything hits you in the face you know because they yeah. shut on everything yeah and that's sort of when I really started my massive like okay well I've got to do this type thing and um and then I went on the journey and then I ended up becoming a certified coach like doing all my training becoming a certified international certified coach and I coached a lot of people over online of course you know around the world and then healing and you know I got into it so all my it's kind of like as soon as the universe went right yeah she's online now as soon as my higher self went yes she's finally pardon me agreed to step in 100% it was kind of like bang 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 everything opened up like I started going to a spiritual circle and um it was the first time I'd ever been to one the first time I'd been around a group of psychics and mediums and readers and everyone there that had been on their journey 20 years you know and I was sitting around them and everything just opened up and they looked at me and went oh wow you're really like intuitive and really you know and I'm like yeah well I don't quite know where that came from but (laughs) been doing it my whole life not realizing Without even realizing <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like so it yeah it was really interesting and I just went from there and so I was lucky that I did tap into my gifts really quickly it's kind of like yeah. just as soon as that portal as soon as you went online just yeah and and I was able to you know and my wisdom just bang you know and and uh, so for me I then moved to oh, which was really profound for me I moved to far north Queensland so anyone that's in Australia listening I moved to Cairns and I moved there in 2015 and oh my gosh it was just one of the best things I did because well first of all so much more spiritual like-minded people but also um, just being around the rainforest the energy as soon as you get off the plane it's like oh wow up here so coming from Melbourne it's very dense and business you know energy and that sort of stuff so yeah I and I had some fascinating incredible more awakenings in Cairns like that's when I um, came online and with the Arcturians and I started speaking with them and channeling them which might sound weird to someone that's listening to this I don't know but I'm not at all but um yeah I became really connected with them so uh I actually 
could see them and um, it, the way they appear in their blue light. And um, I was I met this friend up there and she was amazing and she had like this, you know, a rainforesty sort of house and she was, yeah, she, she just had portals all around and it was just, and we used to sit there and sit on the porch and talk and, and all these amazing, look, I, I, you'd need another podcast for me to explain the things. <laughs> Lots there. of stories there. But yeah, and I said to her, oh, my gosh, you know, and she, she said, yeah, the Arcturians come and they talk and blah, 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 and I'm like, really? Mm. Can you explain, are the Arcturians actually um, amongst us at the moment? You mean at this present time? yeah. Yeah, yeah, you I mean you can connect to them any time you want. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, like with everything that's going on, and and I when I say at the moment, it's been happening for many many years. So from about two thousand and twelve onwards, we've all been really clearing a lot of energy and um, off the planet all the old slavery template and all that indoctrination, and um, and we've also bit like everything to move through to new Earth and helping Earth to rise, obviously into the fifth dimension place and beyond and I think that a lot of us the grid workers we've been um, working with the grids the ley lines everything you know I do a lot of planetary work as well but the Arcturians the Palladians you know Syrians we've had a lot of that galactic help yeah always had the galactic help there are ships there there are things going on but I guess at, you know at this time there's so many people that are still struggling with themselves and the world and what's happening and uh, although there's a lot more awakened but maybe they're not ready yet to sort of really connect to that higher and go oh is it here some of us are like yeah it's you know but but yeah so they're really helping and when anyone's ready I mean I felt more connected so I don't I know a lot of people will channel the Palladians or talk to the Palladians and other beings I tend to more have always kind of worked you know more with the Arcturians yeah Um, mime's been more 12th and 13th dimensional Arcturians we don't hear a lot about the 13th dimensional they only connect certain people or with certain people but yeah yeah so they are around and if but it's it's almost like I found with any part of my spiritual journey yes if we want to tap in we can tap in but if we try too hard it'll come from a place of maybe you know it won't happen because we're not ready I for me I like it to be more organic yep and I let my higher self guide that you know and because your higher self knows when you're ready for that next step maybe to connect with whoever you're connecting with I have never really been one even though I have channeled a lot and stuff I've, I've always felt from a higher perspective that we really not to channel that much like we really should be not careful but there's so many different aspects of ourselves and other energies that unless you're channeling from that really higher organic place that yeah. divine light organic place yeah and then you can channel all sorts of things, you know. You, you have can... to be careful with that, don't you? It's like you have to have a really clear channel within yourself and, and you, yes. you know, to make sure that you're channeling higher dimensions. Yeah, because even the um, – so if you're channeling um, – like I used to work in the earlier days a lot with the Archangels, uh, Ascended Masters, White Brotherhood. I knew my partner and I here are very ancient angelics. And I was shown back in 2015 when I was in Cairns and I kind of went into this – like I was ready for a lot more. I was shown who we were when we're not in this earth suit and I was shown what we've come back to do. We are one of the original pairs of – the split offspring of creators so we have had many many 
incarnations, thousands upon thousands of incarnations, and that's a lot of aspects of ourselves. You know, that's a lot of soul That's Our souls had a lot of journeys, you know. Yeah. So I learned a lot about that and, and I learned from then. I don't know, my higher guidance just always said when you're connecting to archangels or any, any ascended masters, any other beings, always ask for the highest divine organic yeah. version of them. Yeah, they'll also have different aspects to themselves. Yeah, so this is why if you're on your spiritual journey and you're listening to YouTube videos or any type of reader and things like that, you have to also see where you fit in with that because they might be channeling from a lower version of that. Yeah, you have to be quite careful, don't you, with what's out there and. Yeah, and it's funny, I didn't think I was going to talk about this today, but I obviously meant to for somebody to share because I've gone down that that road. But yeah, so you just always ask for that highest organic divine light version if you want to channel a being, you know. But yeah, so, but, but you know, look, there's times where we do maybe go down, oh, definitely the wrong path. But yeah, I've been there. <laughs> but for me, when I look back, I think those times that I deviated from my path the most is when I was listening to someone else. So true. Or if I was listening to a reader. So when I got lost in myself, instead of going back internal, because it's all internal, yeah. instead of going back in and connecting and facing whatever that was, if it was a fear, doubt, whatever, instead of facing that, I would just have a reading, you know, I'll just, I'll just have a psychic mm. reading or a medium reading or whatever, you know. But again, it's just, and people say to me now, oh, why don't you do readings anymore, you know, because I used to do readings and stuff. And I say, because I'd rather people not get a reading because we, as readers, you can have a, a psychic reading and there is so many, as I said, there's so many different aspects of ourselves, you know, yep. 12 there's there's us in this human vessel and 11 other aspects of ourselves all playing out simultaneously so when someone's reading for i could give someone a reading and say oh you're going to meet this person next month or you're going to do this or you're going to do that but energetically you can change you can walk out from having that reading from me and you can change it in an instant you can only just go oh am i in fear of meeting that person and you'll change that energy straight away and you won't necessarily meet that person so what when someone reads someone's energy a, they've got to be careful they're not reading it from part of their own ego coming into that. Yeah. So whether it's like a jealousy from yep. their own healing, because that reader might, you know, is still working on themselves. They've got their own wounds. They've got their own ego mind, you know. So you want to sort of think where, what place are they reading from? And also what, what part of your energy are they reading? Like, so wherever you are in your energy, it's what's going to show up. So if, if you go in with the energy of you want something to happen, well, chances are that that reader is going to say that's going to happen. Do you know mm. what I mean? So mm. it's very interesting reading. I mean, unless you've got a friend that's a really organic reader and, uh, you know, or something like that. But, yeah, I find that it's best to really follow your own, your own path, go within. So when I, you know, when I was coaching people, you know, I'd rather coach people to find that in themselves yeah. than seek it externally with someone yeah. else. I think that's the key, isn't it? If we all actually listen to ourselves and learn how to trust our own intuition and internal guidance. And I guess like you said, intention is important too, isn't it, with anything, with the channeling and whatever you do? Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, and there is a difference between once you start to feel those energies. So I guess for me, I always was being able to read energy. Like I said, a child, I was always able to read energy. 
And for me, even if I didn't know what it actually was, I could feel whether it was a positive or a negative. I could feel whether it was a higher vibration, a higher frequency energy or a lower frequency energy. And uh, sort of back in the day there, I was doing healing work on people. I was helping people and people that had entity attachments, AI attachments, all sorts of stuff. I was removing fake meridian systems that they'd encaged themselves, all sorts of stuff, you know. And back then, I, I got to say, when I started doing it, I'm like, I don't even know if I can really do this. But all I, I knew that I could feel the energy, like yep. with what was subtly off, you yep. know, what wasn't organic and, and that sort of thing. And I think, like you said before, you really got to know your, you might have said this when we were talking off the, the podcast, yeah. but you really need to know your own power and believe in that. So a lot of us can, it's sort of funny because I knew my own power and light to do that sort of work. I never went into that frightened, right? I would yep. go in and I'd see the hellishest stuff, you know, um, all sorts of things on people that, that I like didn't, I didn't fear anything. I didn't fear pulling that stuff out. I didn't fear clearing that energy. But when it comes to us, it's more personal. You've got an emotional attachment to it. You don't really have an emotional attachment to clients. Mm, you know? Yeah. That emotional attachment. So that's where we find it hard sometimes to go deeper in to pull that stuff out or to heal that and face that. And in saying that, the energies these days, we're, we're in such a high frequency with these huge energies coming onto the planet, the beautiful um, light energies that are coming onto the planet that what might have taken us six months or years to heal you know mm. back years and years ago now we can you know do that quite quickly because mm. we're not in as much like the de- the energy is not as dense as it yeah. was back then you know there was so much more density on the planet so those awakening now and moving through and doing inner child work or facing things and trying to really pass through fear and move into living from their heart and their heart and soul and listening to that and coming from that these energies are really supporting us moving into being more authentic beings and coming from our true self as opposed to what I was talking about before where there was so much judgment and stuff and I'm not saying that's still not out there but yeah the support is there for us to really move on up and live from that place, live from a higher frequency. So and- true. I think like you said about, I um, just wanted to touch on the knowing your power and believing in yourself. And especially when it comes to the spiritual journey or, you know, magic and, you know, these abilities that we, ha- we have, it can take, I mean, personally as, as well for me, it can take it a bit of, <laughs> as a bit of self-work to actually really believe in yourself. And I still struggle with, with things because in our conditioning, we're not really taught about our, our soul journey and it takes no. a lot of belief to go, well, maybe I can do this. You know, it can take that yeah. self-belief. We're taught unworthiness, not worthiness. So true. The day we're born, we are taught unworthiness. It's almost like what we have to gain that respect. We have to gain that honor. We have to gain that worthiness. We have to do something, you know, in the physicality to gain it. But we are that already. So we come into this earth suit. We come into life with full abundance. We have access to the universe's full abundance, full unconditional love, full divine light, full everything that we are a divine light being, a spiritual divine light being in an earth suit we're not 
a human having a spiritual experience. We're a spiritual divine being having a human experience. So when people can get their head around that instead of the other way, that then, you know, you know you are this incredible light divine being. But when we come in with all the programming, we are taught the opposite. Yeah. Um, you know, as a lot of people at Awaken know that now, but even though you know it and you may say it, there's a lot of things we know the truth and our universal truth. So I'm not talking about my truth, your truth, you know, Ted, Tom and, and Harry's truth. I'm talking about the universal truth. So we know that is the truth, but embodying that and having the worthiness to live that are two different things. And what you so were talking true. about before is you kind of know you've got this power and you know this, you're the divine light being and you hear it and you know it and you, and you believe it and you're, you know. It's not even believing it. You know in your heart and soul that's who you are. Um, you're connecting to your true or authentic self and then you're going, you know, but why isn't it working or why aren't things happening or why isn't the abundance flowing or why am I still in confusion? And it is because that worthiness thing is huge. Like yeah, you have to reverse it and deprogram ourselves. And that's why when you say about, you know, you know you've got this power but you still don't trust it, it's about yeah. trusting it. Yeah. You know? It's about trusting to step in that and, hey, look, I went years before I... I could really start to think, oh, what am I doing? Like, I've got, why am I not trusting mm. my power? And that's what I'd say before. It's kind of interesting because I'd trust it all the time when I was working with clients, when I was mm. working with a healer. Like I never went into a session of any sort thinking, oh, I don't trust myself to do this or I can't mm. do this. I always mm. went in with that confidence to do it. But, yeah, when it came to myself, you know, and my decisions and how I felt, it's like we're taught to think, not feel, to get out of that and go into the feeling about it that comes from your heart and your spirit. It's just that, you know, the other has been our default our whole life. So it's just changing that and getting yeah. that because until you can actually default to that new place of knowing your power, your light, your authenticity, until you can default to that, then you will in anything that comes up in your daily life. It might not be natural to just default to that straight away. Yeah, you have to work through the emotions and the conditioning and that can take yeah. time. Yes, yeah. awareness is the key. If you go to react and you follow through with that reaction and you let that take over that's one thing you know you're defaulting to the old patterns yeah if you go to react or respond and they go oh hang on no that's not right you know and then you just and that's the awareness and then you just default to the new I love that. there'll come a time where you won't even be triggered to have to balance it out if that makes sense you will just naturally have defaulted to the new and you won't react and respond like you used to yeah out of fear or out of programming, out of doubt, you know, how to, you know, trusting myself, stuff like that. So yeah. saying, you know, I've had all the answers. Oh, gosh, it might sound like I have, but no, I've been through so many dark nights of the soul, um, you know, when it comes to me with my power and leading. And when you said before that, sometimes like you know your power but it's stepping into that and that comes from just being fearful of stepping into your sovereignty and that comes from your unworthiness so, so, true. so wherever you're looking in life if you think oh I'm not really speaking up I'm not really using my voice I'm not really being authentic where do I feel like I still have to people please anything like that you're still defaulting to the old and but it comes from unworthiness so yeah. you master that worthiness you won't default to the old. Kind of like I said before, you go back to knowing you're this abundant being. Maybe we've never, you know, really known along the mm. way. We go to realizing that we 
are this full, abundant, worthiness being. And we don't have to do anything in this earth suit or this physical realm to seek. We don't have to seek honour and respect and we don't have to do something to be validated. We don't have to seek it from anyone else. We just have to be it from inside ourselves. And those that always say, oh, I'm not honoured or I'm not respected or this person dishonoured me, that might be very well happening. But I say, yeah, but where in you are you still carrying a fragment of that energy that is keeping that? Our energy can only attract what we are putting out within us and the fragments still of unworthiness. It's Mm. a big one for a lot of people, though, I I believe, unworthiness. I'd love to know what you think about tying into the matrix and us actually almost giving our power away and being that deeply conditioned in that sense. True. We do give our power away so much. Unworthiness, I think, out of everything on my even when I was writing my course I'm like everything that I could write about that personal boundaries the ego pain suffering you know inner child wounds everything I feel that worthiness was my huge thing like yeah same worthiness just yeah and I kept going oh, I thought I'd cleared that now this is <laughs> another layer and another layer and oh, yeah. like why can't I just get this you know yeah yeah I get it. <laughs> but yeah, but I think that the more we will allow our external reality dictate to us, people around us dictate to us. And again, it comes back to unworthiness, doesn't it? Because if you're listening to somebody that is telling you something, if you don't agree, but you're too frightened to speak up and you're just like, yeah, okay, and you walk away or whatever because, you know, of the confrontation or whatever, you're kind of, you know, you're dishonoring yourself. Yeah. You know, 100%. you just yourself because you're not speaking up you said hey no I don't agree with that and hey we might learn we're going to learn agree to disagree you know because everyone's on different levels of consciousness so the whole bigger picture here is humanity moving into higher awareness higher states of consciousness and everyone's going to be at a different state of consciousness at that different times And, um, and that's the part of always evolving and ascending and growing and some of us are here to be more leaders I guess in helping those and not sadly not everyone is here to awaken and evolve and some will leave the planet you know because once earth is she's already up at 5d you know she's already up there and that's why all this stuff is happening Happening. in the matrix world everything is crumbling things that we all said many many years ago that people were like oh conspiracy theorists but it's all playing out now happening Unfortunately, it's happening. But it's a beautiful thing in that people think it's, oh, it's crap and it's shit that's going on, excuse my language, but it's a beautiful thing in that it is forcing people out of the old template, the old conditioning. We're moving into a new earth. We are. And you need to be forced, don't you, sometimes with healing. If you're not listening, then you'll get smacked. (laughs) It's like, you know, it's time to listen. I think like everybody, we honour everyone going at their own pace, but to a point, the I know the universe did this with me. It's like, yes. Same. Because how come on you go at this pace? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think either way you kind of get that nudge. Yeah. And look along the way, there are I don't really get I'm more neutral, like you've got to bring it to the neutrality. I don't really get into this light and dark aspect much anymore, but it is a reality that there is a darker energies out there and lower frequency energies out there that do want to try and still maintain control. And so that is the bit of a force. (laughs) You know, you yeah, can do that other energy. things are playing. Yeah. But I always 
sort of now I lead and I, I sort of try and teach people to lead more from the light, not the dark aspects. So when we lead from the solution, not the problem. So yeah. when we sit there and keep talking and give that energy to the problem, well, then mm. all that is doing is fueling that. It's fueling that lower frequency problem. But when we lead from the solution, that's why when I started um, that you joined, <laughs> when I started doing the light activations for Australia, yes. months ago through my YouTube channel and I said to people let's lead we know our power I put the call out to light workers and healers and for the planet and also but mainly Australia it was at the time to lift this fear energy off and when you see things from that higher perspective yes you know we know that it's all the government indoctrination and all that but when you see it from even a higher perspective you do see what needs to collapse and what the light needs to be shone on to yeah collapse that for us to ascend and we're here at a beautiful time on earth for us humanity but for not just humanity for every living being on the planet has to ascend mm. and you know we've been given a virus that I won't get into the higher aspects and version of this virus but you can't just have people that are not leveling up put it that way like to that high frequency doing their work and doing all that and really removing that density you can't just have them like die you know disappear from the, like humanity have to give everything a label of what's happening like we have to create this whole thing around why people you know are leaving the planet and things like that so everything is frequency even this virus is frequency this virus is energy you know what I mean yeah. everything, everything is frequency and energy and we just have to really look at things from that higher consciousness and if anyone like is new to the I guess the term ascension and density I mean I'm, I know with healing in terms of the density the layers of healing and purging we have to go through it can feel really uncomfortable <laughs> it's not pleasant but it's something that we have to actually go through isn't it really to actually yeah. clear our body our light body and yeah um, how would you explain that to someone who's kind of new to that you know not not knowing how to process and purge so we have so many different energetic layers to our auric field and we have a lot of uh, like so, put it this way someone said to me the other day in a comment there and this is their truth is that and they were just kind of asking the question. They weren't big on, oh, this is my truth. And they were saying they believe that when, as healers, when we go in and we do energy work and we use the light and we should be able to just change things like that. We should be able to just, you know, stop this hurricane that's coming towards this place. We should be able to stop this earthquake. We That'd be, be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> so they believe that when you're doing the work on yourself, we should just be able to kind of go, yes, bring in the light, do our light activation, work through our chakras, ground into that star grid, um, the inner earth star grid, connecting our galactic cord, all this. We should be able to do this and then just go bang and then we're healed you know mm. and she was kind of saying it that way and I was explaining that look that would be wonderful if we could just say okay we're going to heal this bring in the light we'll heal that but what happens is we have this density in our body that's it's a lower frequency if we talk in frequency you're bringing in a higher frequency into your vessel yeah so anything that's coming in in a higher frequency will have to transmute a lower frequency yeah it's like going down into a pit sort of thing you know you you've got to remove the lower density layers and they've got to come up and out and how you release them is all personal upon whether you hold on to that whether you it's like a boiling pot. You know, if you stick the lid on, it's going to keep boiling and boiling and boiling and eventually come over the sides and your, your lid's going to bubble up. 
Yep. Just because you've stuck the lid on, if you've still got the heat underneath that pan, that pot going at that, it's still, it's going to keep heating up and heating up and come over. Now, so many humans, we are taught to suppress. Yes, I don't say that. Yeah. We're taught to suppress. We're taught to Mm. go into denial then because we don't want to face things. Yeah. Again, all from our unworthiness. But we're taught to do this. So, therefore, if, if things are coming up to release... It's an energy. All it is is an energy. It's not going yep. to kill you. It's not going to hurt you. It's an energy. It might be an uncomfortable feeling energy because it could be a trauma that we've faced, you know, years yep. ago. And so we're releasing that and your higher spirit saying, okay, let's go. Like let's bring this light in, activate more of your light body, your crystalline body. We're removing that density, you know, that layer. And you will feel that coming up and out. But if you don't react to to the whole, oh, my God, I don't want to feel that, like I'm going to push that down again, it's going to come up again and you're going to have this pattern of keep pushing it down and coming up and pushing it down and that's when we struggle. That's when, like you said before, it doesn't feel right, you know, it's it's painful or we don't want to feel that and we are programmed, our ego programs us to stay in this place, which we don't even realise is pain and suffering, but stay in this place because I'll protect you but once you open the door, to that closet you know with those cobwebs and those pandora boxes and things that you've hidden that you didn't want to face once you do that oh my god it's going to be so much painful that's what our ego tells us Mm. but in actual fact it's just energy that we can really and we may purge that out we may cry some people cry for days i've had i've cried so many times i don't think i've got any years left yeah (laughs) i've purged and cried and oh my god there's days where i didn't want to go to work there's been days where i I'm so glad that I didn't have a nine to five job over all these last so many years when I've been doing spiritual practice work that I think, oh, I couldn't get out of bed today, you know, and attend to anything um, because I'm purging. And that's when we have to really, it's self-care, self-love. We have to not push ourselves. We have to say, okay, I'm going to feel this. I know it's okay for me to stay in bed today and do this, or it's okay for me to not talk to anyone today and do this. It's okay for me to feel this way and let this go 100 because i know when i started i thinking, what's wrong with me why am i so tired or why am i crying or why am i purging because we're almost labeled with if you're not your mood's not you know kind of stable all the time there's something actually wrong with you but like you were saying if you you don't purge it then you suppress it and you never actually get rid of it until you actually release the energy you but don't. it's accepting it and it's self-love i love that you said that because that's something that yeah. i was never taught that it's actually okay to feel and yeah, release and purge. this is okay you know Yep, exactly. What, there is so many misconceptions in this spiritual community yes. people that go on it. And one of the biggest false, you know, narrative is that, like you were saying, that you can't feel it and you have to be always high vibe. That's the thing, like high vibe, high vibe, high vibe. I've been around people that all go, anyway, I don't want to talk about that. Keep the high vibe yeah, going. Yeah, shut down. And yeah. I don't realise it's not about just being high vibe. Yeah, that's great. But it's no good being high vibe and a false pre Texas. Yeah. You haven't done that. You're you know, suppressing. You're running. You're suppressing. You're running from that feeling. So you cannot obtain that high vibrational neutrality, beautiful blissness, whatever you want to call it, more in your everyday life. You can't obtain that until you clear out those cupboards, those cobwebs. You know, until yeah. you that, that whatever it is 
fear, trauma, doubt, insecurities, shame, guilt. Yeah. It's sort of someone said to me when I was in Cairns, I refer back to back in 2015, I was sitting around talking to um, a spiritual uh, like healer. He had been doing this work for 20 years and I was listening to him, like literally had done seminars with hundreds of people and all sorts of stuff. And he looked at me and um, he actually was fascinated because he said, how many years have you kind of been doing this work? And it wasn't a lot then, but he was a bit fascinated at how much wisdom I had obtained or tapped into. And I said, well, I think I'd kind of been just doing it my whole life, but not realizing. And I'd kind of like, and I'd just kind of put up the wall, you know, but once I pulled down the wall, it all came rushing in. But he said to me, one of the things with the spiritual path and when people go on their spiritual journey, he said is that they all want to kind of it's like climbing this mountain to get to the top yeah analogy said they're climbing this mountain to have all um butterflies and unicorns and angels and like i've got to get to the top and you know they'll even dress sort of hippie and boho and nothing wrong with that if that's what you feel but they'll change the way they dress and they'll change the way they you know do things and they get to the top he said and they want to keep it all light and love and light and love and bubbly and um high vibration he said and they get to the top and realize that oh this is actually not like wall enlightenment or whatever you want to call it I'm not here like what it is and it's because he said halfway up it's those ones that go halfway up they go through the tunnel they you know trudge through the tunnel the darkness your shadow work do all that and when they come out the other end they're more ascended and awakened and tapped into their wisdom than those others that have just bypassed all that so I guess yeah spiritual bypassing you know yeah with that for a while and I I got it and I'm like oh wow yeah you know and at that point I was doing um all my coaching work like I had coaches as well and I was going through the thick of my you know getting into the internal trauma work and stuff and um back then the energies were a lot more dense like I was talking about so it was tricky but I don't want any to listen to this to say oh god that's too hard I, you know it's because these energies are really supporting people now like so much different these energies now when you're going on that path and and, and in some way I guess people could look at the external reality and go oh yeah but it's a real shit show out there like you know it's but think about it it's facing people to be authentic it's facing yeah. people to connect with their heart and soul yeah. when they don't want to go out and get that thing in their arm but they're forced to because of xyz or they're be they're being told they have to because of xyz are you going to choose your heart and soul you're going to choose what your soul's telling you and trust that or are you yeah. going to choose what your ego is telling you you better do this because you don't know what the future is going to be because humans mm. Want to know what's going to happen in the future mm. before they make a decision. They mm. can't just trust, trust yep. intuition and trust the knowing. You know, we've got to yep. live in the now, not in the future, not in the past. We make decisions now. One of the things I just want to say on the back of that is when you know your soul path and you're here to do that, and you're especially if you're here with a beloved to do that, don't let anything or anyone sway you from that. Any narrative out there, any internal feeling that you're going through, as in if you're bringing up your crap or whatever, you know, you can we can run from it. Gosh, I've put my runners on many times, you know. <laughs> off I've gone (laughs) yeah I can relate (laughs) but even all those times when I was at oh the lowest of lowest in my dark nights and all of that and I was running for myself because if we're running from someone else or something else or our path we're running from ourselves and even when I was doing that 
I still knew that I was running. Like I still knew that that was my truth. My authentic truth was this path with this person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We are here as leaders to bring in new earth and we are here as part of the, you know, one four four thousand to bring in this new earth. So I kind of knew that, but I think sometimes we get scared of that reality. We get scared. And like you said before, we say we don't trust ourselves and our power and our yeah. authenticity, you know, we don't trust that we can do it and we go, oh, my God, I'm going to run from that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah. yeah i don't know if that really answered your question but that's where it led me to reply yeah no that's a great um, answer and i think now like you said it's really testing us whether or not we are really listening to our heart and soul and trusting ourselves and doing what's right for us and i guess maybe waking some people up unintentionally is kind of like time to be authentic to kind of get real i think it is like well i know it is everything that's going on in the world at the moment is to really wake up so many more people and this um whole situation that's happened from the start of last year for the whole world has awakened masses and masses millions of people and just into into following what they want in life like these lockdowns that have caused people to face things i know uh, like my mum said to me the other day there's a lot of um because i don't watch the news and stuff but there's a lot of marriages that are fallen apart you know yeah lockdowns and things like that and I just said to her that's great and she just looked at me and said mm, yeah I, suppose. I said no it is I said because those shouldn't be together in the first place so if you're living a lie because this is what humans do right like we settle we get with yeah. somebody or we settle in a job we settle in a relationship because it's comfortable comfortable or you know the money's flowing or what would we do if we split up or the money like there is so much of that material world and that indoctrination put upon us and we stay where we don't desire you know we stay where we know is not true to our soul and ourself we might stay in a job that we really don't like but oh we make good money but hey I'd rather be an artist over here that's my passion yeah on my journey I've asked so many people you know when I've been coaching that what is your passion and they'll say oh I'd love to do this you know and I'd say well why are you doing that you know mm, um that's the thing why are we and it, some people even say to me oh I don't know what I want to do and I'll say yeah but you know you don't want to do that that's you? a start <laughs> yeah so you know that you know and it's helped people to awaken to or even like oh I don't want to live here so many people have moved from Melbourne Australia because of we're the most locked down have been the lowest locked down city in the world yeah. and they've moved to other states you know over 40,000 people have left this state to move to Queensland so I say to those people well it might have taken a lockdown continually for you to move but hey your soul was leading you to move anyway yeah you know? Because those that know they're meant to be here will put up with it and stay here. Yeah. You know, those that have wanted to get out, you know, how many people do you hear say, oh, I'm living here, don't, I'd, but I'd rather go there. Go there. Why don't you? We have the choice. A lot of people are so programmed to think we don't have a choice because how many people say every day, I don't have a choice? Yes, you do have a choice. It's just taking that leap. Yeah, and what they don't trust is their higher, your higher self will always guide you in the correct path. When you're following your higher soul guidance, Mm. abundance will always come in for you. But I mean you've got to do it authentically because I'll, I'll give an example. I thought I was doing this, but abundance wasn't coming in for me. Spiritual people shit me when they say that. I'd say to myself, you know, like, <laughs> because it doesn't work. And then I realized that, oh my God, because I still had unworthiness issues. So I was attracting 
that. I was attracting that I'm not good enough. If you're not completely in alignment with your power of and your your spirit, your soul of knowing that, because when you do that, you don't have to seek or try, you just be. And it wasn't until you let go of all that other stuff. You know, we can go out there and we can talk out, talk the truth and we can talk all this stuff. But if we're not fully embodying it and living it ourselves, that's mm. when we will come into things of like, okay, the abundance is not flowing or why am I still attracting this type of person or friend or stuff in my life and things like that. So it will happen when we really align with our, with our soul and and. Yeah. Not have to know all the future. Do you know what I mean? Like just know that is meant to be. So yeah. yeah. I was just wondering what you'd say to someone who wants to, I guess, work on changing their inner frequency. What would you kind of recommend in terms of starting that process of understanding how to master their energy or transmute their energy so they're not attracting what they don't want to attract and actually, you know, releasing their trauma or limiting beliefs? Firstly, you have to want to go on that journey. You have to realize that not only am I living the wrong life for myself, and I am going to use a duality here in terms of right and wrong. Let's just say it's not the highest for my path, you know. People have to not only know it, but want to have change, want to make change. So if they're in a job or they don't like or a relationship and they know it's not the right person for them and they know they're meant to be with someone else or whatever, you've got to want to make that change. Because if you're trying to do inner work, you know, changing your life that way, but you're stubborn to it or you're in fear of opening up those new doors, you know, you're you're in fear of ascending, you're in fear of going through things, then you're not going to, you're going to have to be blocked off to that. So yeah. The first thing is to say, okay, I am open to it. A bit like when I said I had the wall up for years and then I finally mm. said, okay, I'm ready. And it's like boom, 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 you know, but it was in a good way. And another thing that my higher guidance wants to share as well is take care of your body, your vessel, so cleanse. And I know, Holly, you're, this is more your expertise of health and wellness and nutrition and all that sort of stuff. But you've got to listen to your body. And I know for me, I've been a vegetarian or vegan, vegetarian, plant-based more for, for years and years. I stopped eating red meat like several years before I would just would then eat chicken and stuff. And it, I just mm. listened to my body. My body couldn't handle that anymore. Yeah. And then when it was time to go off chicken, like meat completely, you know, I knew. And people say, you know, oh, you did it for the animals. Well, I love animals and I don't want to mm. eat animals anyway. But mm. I went with my body yeah my body was saying it's ready to be cleansed and that started the juice cleansers and looking at what I I didn't eat junk food anyway but I looked at eating more plant-based anything that comes from the earth nothing that had chemicals all this sort of stuff and once you start treating your vessel better I wasn't a big, I didn't drink much anyway, like alcohol. It, I was just a social drinker, a wine here or there, but I even didn't want to do that anymore. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with anyone listening to this doing that, but I just, for me, I mm. just didn't want to put that into my body anymore. So I started to really nurture my vessel because part of self-love is really honouring your vessel. This is a sacred vessel we have, you know, that divine God, who whatever you want to label it, has given us. So it's a combination of many things it's a combination of wanting to really be the better version of yourself but in terms of connecting to your spirit more authentically and from your heart leading from your heart is the biggest thing so it's really to have a conscious knowing of when you're leading 
leading from ego and when you're leading from heart. It's about wanting to connect back to yourself and know that you are, because people that are ready for their spiritual path, it'll be because they don't fit in anymore to a lot of the worldly things that are happening. Mm, they don't yeah. connect to the matrix. So then they'll go, oh, you know, I feel different or what's it, you know, and, and then they move on that path. So it's I feel it's a combination of things and, and all of that will then start to release those dense layers that you're holding of frequency and just remember that what you eat, like, you know, that saying you are what you eat. So the more dense food that you put in your body and the more dense whatever, whether it's a lot of alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, whatever, junk food, the more you put in your body, it's very dense energy. So if you're trying to level up more in a spiritual consciousness way, but you're still doing all that stuff, it's not really... You know, mm, 100%. The, um, the difference is phenomenal. I mean, I used to drink and not eat well, and my history is, of, you know, obviously learning to love myself, and I don't drink at all. I'm, I listen to my body like you. I just gravitated towards becoming vegan, vegetarian. Not yeah. for any, I mean, I love animals too, but my body just went, no, this is what you need. Yeah. And just feeling that difference of the density. I couldn't yeah. have done that if I was still drinking and eating right. crap. I really don't think yeah. I could have. There's no way. No. <laughs> but, you know, that was my journey to see the difference, I guess, and understand it. Yeah. There is a difference and this just leads me to say there is a more authenticness. So there's, and you might have noticed this on your part, there is people that will say, oh, I'm on my spiritual journey and all love and light and everything, but then there'll be a side to them that come out and you go, whoa, hang on, well, (laughs) you wouldn't, it'll be like a nasty side about money or about something else or about, you know, judgment or that, you know, and you think, well, okay, is this whole is this a whole fake spiritual persona you got going on over here? Because, mm. you know, and I think that could be when you know, same as when people are drinking a lot or eating, you know, fast food and all this, and then going, oh yeah, but I'm living a spiritual life. I'm like, okie dokies. I don't mean that as a judgment, but I mean it as maybe an unconscious awareness that people don't see that it, it all different aspects. Yeah. It's not about just talking the talk, it's walking the talk. So it's not yeah. about going out there and saying, you know, okay, I want to do this work, level up, you know, and I want to move on this spiritual path and bring in these higher states of consciousness and have this more blissful life and blah, 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 um, and live from that place. Yeah. Then go out and be doing the things that they've been doing their whole life. So in- true. You've got to be strong too you in within what's right for you because, and I, I mean, I, I'm just thinking personally for me, I think it was kind of maybe showing where I needed to get stronger, but people would say to me, oh, but you should have balance. You should go out and drink sometimes or, you know, eat shit sometimes. I'm like, well, my body doesn't want me to do that. I'm just not feeling that's right for me. So it's almost like breaking down what other people are telling you to do as well and listening. Yeah. And whatever's right for you is, is right for you and listening to your intuition. Which is comes back to what I said before. Is that what you want or is that what they want? Exactly. Yeah, listening to yourself. Are they saying that because that makes them feel better because that's what they want to do? That Because just that situation itself, like you're not going to judge them for doing what they're doing, right, if they think mm. that's how they have a balance. And just like they shouldn't be judging you, right, for what you yeah. If someone said that to me, I'd say, well, it's whatever works. You know they're what I mean? different. We're all different. The times, oh, look, honestly, and I'm just going to put this out there. Every time I have gone off my path and deviated is when I've listened to somebody else. Same. And <laughs> even, yep. And it's even if I've listened to a YouTube video of another spiritual coach or someone out there putting stuff out and I could listen and, and I'll know, oh, I don't think that resonates, but I will think, mm. oh, I better do that. 
You know what yeah. I mean? I've had some very strong, powerful soul sisters in my life at times that I know are here also, right, on big assignment. And we can get caught up with the whole honouring that of so much that we go, oh, my God, whatever she's saying to me then that I'm doing wrong, I must be doing wrong. Or whatever she's saying is, is happening is going to happen. And I got caught up in a lot of that many times because I do look at people and I want to honour them you know, I want to honour their soul, you know, so when they say, oh, I know I'm here for this path and this is what I'm doing, I want to honour that. But when they start putting on to other people from their own ego, you know, and I didn't see that at the time and I listened and I got derailed. So, and you know the feeling, you'll know inside your heart. You know, and I want to just say this to the listeners, there is a true distinct difference in how you will feel when you're aligned to when you're not aligned. 100%. If you're feeling a little bit off or uncomfortable but trying to tell you, oh, no, that's because I'm purging and I'm not really, you'll know the difference. You'll know You'll know if you're just feeling crap because you are purging a wound or something. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and I thanked those soul sisters so so, oh, look, I give thanks to everybody that's been there as a catalyst on my journey to help me because they were there for a reason and I know now they were there for me to own my own power and say, no, actually, I'm yes. wrong. This is me. This is, you know what I mean? And that's why, you know, how I talked before about my unworthiness issues I had for a while, for so long or my whole life and I struggled with. I kept attracting these people yeah, my high spirit was trying to get me to really level up and know my own power and sovereignty. And yes, what, and yeah, that's so important to share because um, you don't those people in your life when you're not being sovereign in your own light. I can so relate to that. You have to question everybody you attract, don't you, on that journey, especially when you have the unworthiness wound. It's like, should yeah. I be doing what they're telling me, or what do I take it with a grain of salt? And I think for me, meditation's helped a lot, but I still, I. Still still you know meet people like Holly tune into yourself what is right for you because I guess we can you know you lived in this world of being conditioned to do what we're told a lot of a lot of the time and be disconnected from ourselves. it can be a little bit difficult navigating your way back home to yourself oh absolutely that back to that connection yeah absolutely because as as you said before we're programmed with with so much you know insecurity unworthiness we're programmed to be distracted aren't we from our authenticity it's like go that way go that way have this distraction do this and do this and it's like who am I (laughs) because you know we're programmed to dull people's light not help them shine so true you know one of my favorite well, probably my favorite quote I guess is it's the lighthouse quote by I'm not sure how to say her name Anne Lamott L-A-M-O-T-T I think it is and Thanks. it's about lighthouse I don't know if you've heard of it and it says a lighthouse does not go running all over the island looking for boats to save it just stands shining its light and like it is the most amazing profound comment in that we are all lighthouses we all are, mm. we're all divine, mm. divine light beings, but we're not shining our lights because coming back to what we were talking about before, we have to clear mm. out that density. You know, we're bringing more light into our vessel. We're leveling up to our diamond crystalline bodies and beings. And so we've got to clear out the density. And, you know, the lighthouse that goes running all over the island looking for boats to save is an unworthy lighthouse because mm. they're, you know, when you know your light and your sovereignty and your power, it's not like you're being, you know, you're not, it's no hierarchy in it. Yeah. You're just saying, this is me and I'm shining my light. 
and I'm coming yeah. from authentic love. And those that will see that and, you know, you, you can help in that way. You don't have to go running around to help people. They'll yeah. come to you. The, the people that can see your light will come to you. So coming back to that energy, what you wanted to talk about with what you attract, that's the thing. When you are clearing out those layers, the more you clear out, the more authentic experiences you will create in your life. People, more loving people, people that come from unconditional love, people that don't come from hidden agendas and greed and power and money and stuff like that. So, you know, we attract what we are. So the more we remove those dense programming layers, we will then start to attract the other people, you know, in that level or, you know, whether it's people in our life, relationships, whatever, um, those true authentic situations and experiences and, and everything is experience and I always say that our own experiences are the best to lead from. I'm glad I've had all those experiences I've had because it's mm. made me, it's made me a better coach. I can lead from my experiences and yeah. um, and writing like I, I got into the last few years I haven't coached as much one-on-one because I've got more into writing and um, writing some children's books at the moment a series of children's books wow sort of more conscious new earth children's books beautiful and, uh, it's called the new earth children's series oh, and I love it. I've, I've written my first movie my first screenplay and so that again has all come from my it's a it's about connection and really being connected and bringing in that divine love and light and unconditional light into the planet. And so I know that, you know, those will be out there when they need to be out there. So my movie actually, I don't know if you know this, my movie got funded twice, but then we lost the funding due to COVID. Oh, wow. But um, yes, and I just took that as okay it wasn't not the right time and where I look at where I was in my life and the people that were involved in it as well it just wasn't time and yeah when it's time but yes so I think that there is so many different ways that we can express our light as well and and just and that's another thing if you are on this spiritual journey a lot of especially feminine divine feminines think that they've got to start to become a tarot reader or you know flipping cards or you know a psychic reader and do it and that's all fine if you want to do that but I never ever felt guided to do that to be honest a lot of divine feminine gets stuck in that one spot always when your soul wants to bring new things in don't be afraid to to try those new things I love that you said that because you can feel like what am I doing next why am I changing again and again and you know it's so good to normalize that absolutely because our creations also come from the frequency that we're aligning with at that time. So, so maybe when you start, you felt comfortable or, you know, if you're going to be a reader or whatever and you felt confident in yourself and, you know, like you were saying before, it's trusting, trusting your power, trusting your intuition mm-hmm. and all that. And then as we level up in the consciousness, that's when we will start to create different things. So in our external reality, so as we've gone through and done those, you know, mastered more of ourselves um, to come into more of our higher states of consciousness but our authentic being and stuff like that. I, I always felt I was going to write, like I remember when I was 15. It's so funny. I mean, I, I did like reading books but never really liked writing that much, you know what I mean? But I, I knew my soul was just telling me, you're going to be a writer, you're going to be a writer. And I'm like, really? Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, so I have a few books on the go now. For me, I love that I can create something that might go on the screen that millions of people can see. Yes. Not 
not just one or two. It's amazing. You do so many amazing things and you're really following your soul path. Yeah, well, I, I guess, I do, you know, it's so funny. In 2015, I, I did channel this whole creation and I think I can say, because it's been picked up now, but I think I can say it on here. It's called People Changing the Planet. I downloaded this whole project and at the time I wasn't quite sure whether it was supposed to be a website or what it was, but I put a lot of work into it and then I kind of just got put aside because it wasn't time and mm. then it was only oh this year the start of this year I just knew it was to be turned into like a documentary or a, or a docu-series and uh, anyway it's turned into a 10-part docu-series and uh, it's going to be made wow so I realize now that even from a website like to this, it's going to reach more people being this, being this docuseries than it is yep. on the website, do you know what I mean? And it's going yeah. to shine a light on so many amazing people around the world that are doing so many things, incredible things um, for Mother Earth and for humanity and a lot of even smaller foundations and things that people don't know about that are doing amazing things. Because we know a lot of the bigger ones out there, but a bit excited to get that. Yeah. And that might be next year. Well, I'm pretty sure it'll be next year, but it might not be out till a year later. But exciting things to come. But what I have learned on my path is that when things happen like this, like just make sure you're still aligned with your own soul path. Don't get carried away down a track where you might be deviating from that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I still keep it real and come back to that hang on, is this alignment? Yeah, that's great. You know, like, so for instance, if, if someone came along and said, oh, you know, I'm going to offer you all this money to make this project, but we have to do it this way. And you've, mm. got to, you've got to come and live over here and you've got to, you know, and I'd be like, no, don't worry about it. Like, I just know. Yes. So spirit's going to align it where it's right for my soul as my soul path as well. Yes, 100%. It can be pretty easy sometimes to get distracted or thrown off track with those things because we get tested sometimes and you're like, well, it's not quite, it's not really what I'm envisaging and not in alignment. Yeah. Being patient and surrendering too, I think. <laughs> exactly. That's it. You just got to follow it. And I'd forgotten all about it and I remember just sitting back one day and I was in a meditation. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready, spirit. If we're ready, let's go. And yeah. Within 24 hours, it resurfaced and we had someone really interested in funding it and I'm like, wow. And as amazing as that sounds, that stuff happens in my daily reality a lot. Um, yeah. To say I'm ready, something will shift. And even just to write my book, I had so many incredible, amazing things that happen around writing this book, you know what I mean, to get it out. Yeah. So, But it's all about paying attention, you know, to what your spirit is mm. And, and I definitely have been one that has not always paid attention. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Being a bit of a rebel that way. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know I should be doing that, but no, I don't want to I'll do just that. go that way. <laughs> but I guess it's part of the journey, isn't it? Like, you know, I guess it's it's nice not to have too many regrets and look back and sometimes think, what the hell did I do? But you always learn something and you do. I guess it does help with clients too, knowing how it feels to go completely off path. Yeah. Take a wrong turn. Exactly. And there's definitely things I would change if I could go back. But then I think to myself, you know what though, but I would have had had to be in a different consciousness also to make a different choice because we make the choices at the time from our yeah. consciousness so if we're still in fear if things yeah. doubt we'll make choices from fear we won't yeah. make 
love. And I think it takes a really, I'm going to say a special person, even though we're all special in our own way, but I think it takes a really awakened, a special person to be able to be confronted with a situation where they're full of fear, but to push through with that, you know, with a person in front of them or a situation in front of them, you know, and say, Mm. I'm not going to let, you know, I think you have to be pretty, you know, well on your conscious path. So what I'm saying is we can say and we can blame, we can try and blame and don't ever blame yourself because you've got to forgive yourself because I always say we made those choices, even if somebody or, you know, whatever, when we made those choices, it's the consciousness we were in it we were coming from at the time our consciousness level we were coming from at the time I love that that's so true because sometimes I look back and I think how do I let that play out but once you understand the lesson and the learning and you forgive yourself yeah you do gain a lot of wisdom it can be hard to digest yeah, yeah. you know especially if you know hard on yourself and you have unworthiness issues because you kind of double double hard on yourself sometimes exactly but, um, yeah. that's yeah. so true you make choices from your state of consciousness this. at the time yeah and the the whole you know I don't deserve this I think is the biggest thing for people and that's why they do miss those opportunities in their life you know at that time but yeah I think you know when we're doing this self-love journey it's big forgiveness self-forgiveness because Mm, we just say to ourselves yeah oh wow okay I get that now but geez I wasn't there then I wasn't having I didn't have an awareness of that then and awareness in everything we do you know to have that awareness Mm. and um yeah, and when we're clearing trauma and emotional baggage, it's pretty intense stuff, isn't it? It can really bring up a lot of intense stuff. And I wish that does, yeah. I wish this was more common, particularly around mental health and how we view mental health in our society because this purging and releasing of density is basically what a lot of us are doing, but we're suppressing it and thinking that we're actually ill when a lot of the time it's actually just, you yeah. know. Oh, my God, I wish this is spot on. That's yeah. That's what I keep thinking. I'm like, you know. These- we're not mentally ill. We're just purging. Say mental wellness because yes, I, I like that people are going through this to get well. They've got to purge out their density. Um, yes. Look, I'm not shy in saying here to your listeners, like I have been at that time where I was going to take my own life. Me like, too, Carly. It's so almost, but I'm yeah. considered, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to be here anymore. Yes. Like, can I just go, you know? Yes. So I think, and, and yet people go, you know, people don't want to say that because, like, oh, my God, they'll think I'm nuts. They'll think yeah. I'm sick or, yeah. or like, like every second person gets labelled with bipolar these days. Yes. Like, and, and it's not the issue, you know. It's And what happens is it holds people in suppression so much more because then they think they are different do you notice yeah notice that the western world the western conventional medicine they'll always use labels to shame people 100 percent. you know it's really and, holding people back i, I agree with you think oh now i'm sick there's something wrong with me like something wrong with me no, no. it's like children that, that get labeled with adhd and all that and they put them on med- medication and it's because they're more awake and it's because they don't fit into this society yes. matrix you know completely it's, agree but yet they shame them they make they put them down and that's when we're talking about it's that root of worthiness and unworthiness and yeah. when you 
are living in a structured system that has always shamed humans. It's always put human humans down. It's always labelled humans in a way. And that's just how it is because they that's their whole agenda. It's been their whole agenda of control. Take us more into the dark. I can't have us shining our light. Um, 100%. And shame such a horrible emotion to feel. When you're actually in the midst of that emotion, it actually is, if you don't understand it, it's actually really very low frequency, isn't it, to be in that shame? It's a really low low frequency yeah it's one of the lowest or the lowest frequency shame and guilt and I think actually personally for me too when I was in shame that's when I actually wanted to take my life too I was like I can't I don't want to be here I I can't handle this I I felt like I'd done something wrong when really I was actually breaking down a program and a level of conditioning but I wasn't really quite conscious of what was happening at the time and nobody around me was able to I guess help me through it and that was my journey but I I see why people just stay in these labels of you know there's something wrong with me I'm just going to take this tablet I'm really unwell whereas as you're saying it's part of the process of releasing that trauma releasing that emotion to actually elevate it's so misunderstood if more people knew how you just explained it they'd be "Uh aha the light bulbs would go on you know and yeah an awareness that oh wow it's maybe there's nothing wrong with me you know and maybe part of the journey yeah because it's like you know what's that saying i think our einstein said it something about a fish climbing a tree oh yes climb a tree or something it's something about us all being different it's yeah we'll see things different we're all here on different journeys there are those younger souls that are just here for experiences there's uh, like not everyone's on my journey not everyone's on your journey you know not everybody is here to be a light worker on this journey and there's a lot of people that have just come for the experience and they'll pass over but it is very sad where these younger children and teenagers, they're being pushed into that old system and they're dulling their light where they're really actually, it's like an awakening that they ha- they're yes. having. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's the system, isn't it, though? You know, and I know you're yeah. more in that. Do you do youth counselling and things? And I do. And, yeah, I guess the big thing for me is how we view mental health and how we manage it. And I like how you said that. It's actually an awakening and we're just not taught mm. to be okay with feeling our emotions and releasing. And it's not a nice feeling to be really low and not want to be here anymore. I felt that and it's horrible. It's not nice to be in that space. But mm-hmm. there's something in it. There's something there for you to explore, to understand, why you're feeling so low and you know maybe you don't feel like you fit in but why don't you fit in is it because we've been conditioned to conform and be a certain way when as you said we're all on a different journey we're not meant to be the same and we're meant to shine our light and be unique yeah because we are on different journeys we all come in with our organic divine blueprint for our soul and so everyone's is different you know if you're here with a soul partner to do that well that's going to be the same to a point you know we all have experiences and our own experiences along the way and that's why you can't listen to somebody saying you should do it this way or you should be doing that because firstly they don't usually understand your path for a start no. and the secondly that's coming from their ego from what yes. they want you to do from yes. this you know wanting to you know how many times in your life have we had friends or family that have not wanted us to go on our path or our journey because they're frightened of change of losing us or yes you know not being around or whatever or we don't want you to change you know and I know that held me back a lot me but, too but that's what we're supposed to do but what happened I don't know if this happens to you but usually what happens is if you're in a situation with friends and stuff and you're the one that's awakened to your path and the others haven't and they're still living within that quite indoctrinated matrix system then you won't resonate you will move away you still love them but they won't understand 
what you're doing and they might think you've gone crazy. And so sometimes that does happen and you just have to move away from those situations. Yeah. That's not an easy path to follow, is it? Because we're not, once again, we're not really taught to keep moving forward and to know that we have to kind of detach ourselves and just keep going along our soul path and we lose people and we gain people and it's just part yeah. of it. It is part of it. And I think it's more sort of widely expressed now. People know now out in the world, like they hear a lot of this and I mean, Back maybe 20, 30 years ago was a bit of a different story, wasn't it? It's like, you know, there wasn't as much talk about this. And so people didn't feel that, oh, I can go on my own path. Back then you kind of just wouldn't leave your friends, I suppose, or, you know, yeah, sort of thing. But maybe should have a lot more and then we wouldn't have had those experiences or been, you know, gone through what we had to go through. But, again, I do believe we will awaken when we're ready to take that path. And, you know, like when I look back now, things like the Celestine Prophecy, which is one of my favorite movies that is just so eye-opening for people if they want to see how energy works and how this all works but but that came out I think in the late 90s or something conversations with God was out in the late 90s which is all about spirituality like Louise hey there's so many amazing things out there and I just I'd heard of them and but if you're not ready for it Mm. you won't take that path yet do you know what I mean yeah when I look back now like you I'm like oh my gosh I could have really been doing this a lot in a you know yeah I think that'll watch it a lot earlier but yeah. just when we're ready to I guess and um, yeah I think I had to forgive myself for that a, a while ago you know I went down this path and that path and it was the wrong one but that's okay I yes. just keep moving in the right direction now and just whatever happens happens yeah and sometimes people say to me well how do you know what path to take and I'll say mm. your soul knows so your soul your soul knows so just let your soul guide and then a lot of yeah. people struggle with well I don't how do I know if I'm leading from soul and heart well for a start you'll never be in the past or in the future when you're leading from your soul I like that because your past yeah. future is ego um so you're either playing out dory from the past that's still mm. in your holographic field that you need to clear out which is mm. part of talking about doing that healing clearing work so you've either got that story still playing out that's in your field or you've got another story playing out for the future all coming from your um, you know insecurities and worthiness and limiting beliefs and stuff because you want to see what's going to happen in the future and oh but this might happen mm. and start creating all these stories about what might happen in the future to this that and the other I know it's like a cliche when people say come back to the now but you really need to work from the now yeah forward from the now space yeah so um, true and trust and and trust that but I'm talking about like these big life decisions and you're like oh people tend to spend too much time in their head analyzing oh am I in my heart am I doing this am I doing, you know just relax be present listen yeah. and tension remove the distortions from your life your energy field because the more you keep entering into those narratives the more you keep fragmenting your field your soul as well like got to really pat ourselves on the back we are collapsing all these different versions of ourselves to neutralize into our authentic version so that's not an easy thing to do it's not something that happens overnight so we really have to honour ourselves for this journey. Everyone that came at this time, whether they have a big illuminated path or not, like everyone that came to Earth at this time to live out this, this is incredible time that's never happened on this planet before, you know. So everyone is playing their part. And there will be those ones that people will say, 
they're asleep or unawake or whatever, but they are the catalysts that are helping others to step up and move forward. Yeah, so maybe it's all perfect. Plays, yeah, everyone plays a role. And even if it's somebody mm. that's caught up in a lot of AI and pro and brainwashing and all that technology, because a lot of spiritual people in their path do get attacks and things like those sort of people, trolls. Yeah. But again, why is that coming into your field? Ask yourself, is there an unworthiness still there? I'm not stepping into my power. Am I in fear that someone's going to judge me? And all I, you know, again, we only attract, if we're in fear of something, we'll attract that fear. So true. Because when we're standing in our light and our power, and, you know, I know it's not easy to always get there, but when we're in that space, then we neutralize that as those energies. Yeah. I guess it's really important just to draw on what you're attracting once again, isn't it? So you can actually transmute that energy within you. Yeah. If there's a, if there's a message for people to go away with today with everything we've spoke about, I guess the high message, like to condense it all, would be that always remember what is happening in your external reality is a creation from your internal reality. Yeah. We have the choice and we can change anything because everything is energy and it can't work any other way. It's not about your belief, my belief about it. That's how energy works. We're attracting some shitty things in your life that you don't want. Well, come back to yourself, to that core root and trace back and see why am I attracting this into my life? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Knowing and that we have that power to change it. You have the power to change it. You know, why? Okay, I can see that now. I've attracted that because I put this out. Okay, why did I put that out? Or oh, because I have a fear around that. Okay, go back further. Where's that fear? Where's the seed point of that? Oh, unworthiness. Okay, why? Where's that story you've told yourself to create that story? I always say to people, it's like an octopus with tentacles, you know, you might get rid of a couple and think, yeah, I've done that, I'm healed, and then it'll come up again and you'll go, why is that come up again? Yeah. It's because sometimes you really have to go back further. Sometimes you don't realise how deep the layers are, do you? I've really noticed that. No, it is a deep, and that's happened to me. Mm. Other times where I'm, I've, I've always been a more shy, introverted person and loved e and mm. My whole life I've never been into shallow talks. So yeah, me too. The weather or this, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> For my healing, I almost was like, oh, I've got to dive deep in here. I want to get rid of this. Yeah. But I understand that maybe people that are more extroverted or they've covered up a lot of things by being busy. Yes, you know, that's a big like, one. Yeah, mm. and they've always got to have a bunch of people around them so they don't think yeah. things and they don't go. I've all, I found that they are a little bit more trickier to get them to go into there and face their stuff. Right? Yeah, it's not always easy. It's not always pleasant what you find. Oh, either, no, either way, it's not. It's but, easy to distract yourself. You yeah. Know, it catches up with you eventually though. I, I feel that eventually you are, you know, having to face yourself in some way, shape or form. You end up having to actually take a look, whether it's through illness or accidents or big obstacles. Yeah. But again, it's like why do people not want to take a look it's is it because they've been filled with shame or guilt, you know? That's and, a good point. And I think, you know, the self-love journey is so important because when you're trying to, you can't just sort of dig into this trauma or anything because you have to have that understanding of that self, self-love of yourself to, to a certain degree in mm. that um, so that, you know, you can forgive yourself. Yeah. You know, like I said, because oh, like we talked about before, you and I, when we're in that place, I'm tipping you too. Like I hadn't really started my self-love journey when I was in those no. so I had nothing to draw on like to think I, too. I didn't even know what it meant I was like what is self-love what do you <laughs> mean is that like being up yourself 
Makes I had no sense. clue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because we're we're taught growing up, oh, you don't love yourself. Like even in my generation, I don't know if it was you, but my generation, mm. if we were a kid and we did something good for ourselves or thought we were a nice person, people would go, oh, you love yourself. Yeah, same. And, and I think we, that kind of tra- taints you then. Oh, my God, that's a bad thing. I'm not allowed to love myself, you know. Yeah, I better be really humble and nothing wrong with being humble, but just, just a people pleaser and everything was external and nothing was really left for me until I realised that was actually kind of killing me physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Exactly. And and think about the energy of if people were saying, oh, you shouldn't love yourself, it's bad to love yourself. So what do you do then? Well, then you go yeah. to the thing, I don't like myself. Like, oh my and then God. what are you manifesting in the external world when your internal frequency is really, really low and unworthy? Exactly. I know that one very well. <laughs> yeah. And I talk about this in my book because you don't realise when you're younger how much that has affected you just by people saying, don't love yourself or don't like yourself or it's crazy yeah well I feel like for me it comes up every time I step up into anything that voice comes back and all that feeling comes back and I have to still work with it that's something I have to work through because I blocked it and suppressed it for 34 years of my life that voice I didn't realize was there yeah. And then waking up at that age, you know, now I'm 40, <laughs> you know, and, and so when it comes up, I get quite impatient. But part of me is like, Holly, you suppressed that for 34 years of your life. What do you expect? Be kind, forgive yeah. yourself and just allow it to unravel because exactly. at least now I'm aware of what it is before I just ran from it. And I just thought, okay, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. And I'll just stay where I am. I'll just stay in my comfort zone because that's all I'm worth. Exactly. Yeah. It might be good for people to also know too, because then they might be kinder to themselves when they're doing this work, that you're not only transmuting the experiences and wounding for this life, you are for all your soul's other lives as well that you've had. Your yeah, other I love that. Because this time on earth and what we've come here for this time, and doesn't matter what role you play, because we're moving into the new earth template and all the old is is being dismantled it means that we are breaking down all of that lineage so it's not Mm. only even for ourselves it is our lineage we've come from you know all along the way so you've got to be kind to yourself and forgiveness is the biggest thing it's just like we've got to forgive so big you know so big it can be really difficult particularly if you haven't loved yourself you've damaged yourself or disrespected yourself and let other people disrespect yourself it's really hard to realize that I actually allowed all of that I actually and that's okay I know that now Yes, yeah. And if you're trying to, I don't know, apologise to someone, if someone, part of me, feels the need to or, like, you know, has had these realisations and then wants to contact people and apologise or whatever, it's good to to know that how that person reacts will also be from their level of consciousness. So don't be afraid of doing that because it's what you need to do for yourself if someone feels they need to do that. But usually, you know, nine times out of ten, that other person will probably see that authenticness in that person and say, that's okay, you know, and no worries, you know. It is what it is. It's the past. But if they're still in that place, you know, of unforgiveness, then don't mm. take that on because that's where they are in their consciousness. It's like that's a really good point. It's like all the programming our parents put on us and then a lot of people want to blame their parents. Well, you've got to go that step further and have compassion for your parents that were actually programmed just as much as you. Like, like Exactly. I always have compassion. I mean, maybe I didn't always, but I always try to have compassion for others. And actually on this journey for many years, I, that was one of the first things I forgave and had compassion. 
compassion for my um, like parents and grandparents that I found that created those patterns in me or put that you know unconsciously I'm not saying they did it yes yes programming and unworthiness onto me from their own kind of patterns and things so and I don't blame them because their own conditioning you know that's what it was like and that's how they taught you can only teach from what you've been taught yourself and yeah so yeah that's a really good point you really Mm. find you let go of a lot of energy in forgiveness a lot of yeah most of the purging I did was through forgiveness yeah forgiving myself forgiving others forgiveness is definitely key yeah as you shift through each of those layers and each of those parts of self-love you really begin to open up and flourish in have this like this lotus flower like this you you open your heart and you really come more into the working from your higher chakras instead of your lower chakras you know that higher that beautiful love and and light that's so true yeah yeah I guess with the the journey it's just so good to be open about it because it's not you know all roses no a lot of releasing and just know that you know I think for people and I found this for me too that always go with your own guidance and wisdom so I you know, as I say this in my course, that I did have a lot of amazing people around, like healers and coaches and stuff like that. But when I think about it, and I did learn a lot, when I think about yeah. it, the most important thing was that they all brought me back into tapping into my own wisdom. Yeah, I think that's when you know you found a, a powerful healer too, when they're actually wanting to direct yeah. you back to yourself. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I always try with coaching, I don't tell people what to do. I've always directed them into finding themselves and opening up their own wisdom, you know, and leading from there. And that's what I think, you know, is, is well, I don't think I know. I know it's worked for me and uh, not to discard any of those beautiful people that passed, you know, that I came across on my path. But always know that don't stay stuck with that one person, like then move on. Because for me, I noticed like a lot of different people I've moved on to this, this, this. Yeah things I've had to learn and to open that's a really good point you meet meet different people when you need them or when you're ready for them but never stop you know keep open keep opening up yeah keep not thinking oh well I have to stay with this this circle or this thing that's going on and because then when we stay we tend to stay in that instead of up leveling more ourselves we might stay in that energy frequency of those people around us and keep plotting and journeying with them which I guess is nothing I do no but you feel it don't you when you're like I think there's something I need to move somewhere. I don't know where, but I've got to move. Yeah, yeah. And I just, it's so funny because talking about synchronicities, do a month or two ago, I was just sitting here and I'm like, I had a couple of questions and I was getting the answers, but I just felt like I needed more of a um, description of things. And so I said to, to Spirit, I said to my higher self, okay, can you bring somebody into my life, whether it's a YouTuber or whatever, that can really show me more? I wanted to know more about these creative energies and the Sophia energy and all this sort of stuff. And then you wouldn't believe it, like just a couple of hours later, I was scrolling in the YouTube, I saw this post, you know, and this person was interviewing this woman and I'm like, the title caught me. And um, I just clicked on it and it was all about I'd asked my higher guidance for. It was all this woman. I'd never heard of her before. Like she was, you know, like next level, you know, in a lot of things. I think I even told you about her. And so I took 
bits of wisdom away from that. And thought, oh, yes, that's just the information I've been piecing together. Like it was like another piece of the puzzle sort of thing, you know? Yeah. I love that because when you actually put it out there and ask for it, it does come when you're open to receiving it from whichever possible way it comes. Like you said, YouTube, like you never know. It's just that powerful, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it will happen even if you're still in a little doubt of something. But you do need that clarity, you know, and that helps you then to the next level. Next level of your journey, yeah. Yeah, that's it really, I suppose. But just in always loving ourselves too along the way and knowing that just being who we are is amazing. We're just amazing beings here having this journey, you know. Yeah, I love that you've been talking a lot about the self-love and trusting yourself because that's kind of so important, isn't it? Well, it is, it is. And, and definitely, and I just want to say too to people, don't get too caught up in the whole, I've got to do something else to ascend. I've got to do something else to ascend. I've got to do something yeah. else to Because it's when we're yeah. always seeking, 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 like the seeker. Yeah. It's when we're just being that it comes to us more naturally. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I've been caught up in that before, just wanting to get there and <laughs> realizing it's not really the right way to be. So, <laughs> at the end of the day, we're just here to be, to bring the light and anchor that in, authentic yeah. light and anchor that in. Yeah. And um, yeah. that's what we're doing. We're grounding that in. And so, we need to be the sort of brightest, highest conduit for that to come through us and anchor that in. Hence, why we are getting rid of our density and shadow mm. darkness whatever you want to call it inside but yeah and then as I said and, and as long as our creations it's great to have these external creations that we put out but just always come back to first and foremost our job if you want to say job is to be here as those beautiful light beings shining our light and that unconditional love not judging not you know any of that just neutralizing all of those programs because it's a program it's an entity judgment shame whatever all of that so yeah yeah thanks so much kelly for taking the time to share all of your wisdom you have so much read and we probably could talk for like another 24 hours at least i'd say <laughs> i totally could listen anyway so i really appreciate it what's coming up for you and well, what would you like to share with us the website kelly-lee.com my book is on there flying without wings by kelly lee that was published this january 2019 my course is also on my website. I have a sale on that at the moment, actually $99. Anybody right. that purchases, it's a full Ascension course and it's like four courses in one, but it's not overwhelming or anything for people to go, oh, that's a lot. It's a self-love course and um, also do an energy course, short en on energy, uh, mm. cosmic awareness and soul connection. So it's kind of got- That sounds amazing. Four aspects, thank you, four aspects to it. And it's also got meditations in there, light activations, there's some audio, podcasts in there where I do talking about things because I know people like to listen sometimes more than well actually the whole course comes in an audio format as well as a pdf format and it kind of is like an a to z of the main things you need in self-love so personal boundaries uh, right through worthiness empowerment mm -hmm. or disempowerment you know what you're playing out ego and pain and all sorts of stuff so my coaches years and years ago when I had was doing my um, training they were very big on incredibly on dissecting the ego with how it keeps us in suffering and pain and stuff like that mm -hmm. so I've been able to really condense that and help people to manage you know those program well not manage it but in sense become aware of it to uh, all about how the ego works and things like that so there's a lot of different aspects to it as well also self-care and our sacred vessel and um, things like that a lot of different things in there so that's on sale and anybody that purchases that at the moment 
I'm offering the book for free when it comes out. So oh, I'm, wow, that's nice. Yeah, so my higher guidance has been asking me for the last couple of years to turn this course into a book. So I'm finally doing it. <laughs> wow, that sounds great. The children's books, are, yeah, they're not out yet. Oh, I have a YouTube channel as well. Kelly has a lot of amazing wisdom to offer and it's very accessible. So thank you. Yes, yes. So definitely look me up and yeah. So, oh, well, thanks so much again, Kelly. Really having appreciate it. And- gorgeous lighthouse yourself and I'm well speak to yourself